Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe Podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Hayley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome to another episode, episode four, how your morning routine can create an abundance of health and happiness. Can I just say I am loving the word abundance and when you put it with other really good feel good words like health and happiness, like isn't that just pure bliss? You can be abundant in everything, like abundant in health, abundant in happiness, abundant in wealth, abundant in life. <laughs> you can be abundant. It's just such a beautiful word. I love it. That's one that I resonate with at the moment. Um, so before I begin getting into this episode, I just want to say I um, if you'd found it hard to hear in the previous episodes, it's because I literally just realized when I went to record this one that I did not boost up one of the volumes. Um, I'm still getting used to all of the technology, all of the the programs and all of this whole podcast world. So um, if you had to crank up the rate the um, the volume in your car from the past ones or maybe in your headphones if you're out walking or something, uh, you may not need to do it for this one. Hopefully the audio is a little bit better. And also I was very... Um, poppy. So when I do your peas, it was very poppy into the microphone. So I've now got a little pop case over my microphone. So hopefully that helps as well, because there's nothing worse than when you're listening to someone and it's very, very loud in a microphone with your peas. Moving on. 
Let's get straight into this one. So how your morning routine can create an abundance of health and happiness. Now, I used to be one of those girls many years ago um, where I felt like I was very disconnected from myself and my mornings would in would start with pressing the snooze button a million times that my alarm would go off, I'd press snooze. I'd go off 10 minutes later, I'd press snooze. 10 minutes later, I'd press snooze. And then before you know it, holy moly, I have slept through. It is so late. I'd run straight to the bathroom, straight in the shower, wax some makeup on, um, quick breakfast or no breakfast at all. And then you're out the door and then you're, you're, your life, I guess, or that day is then committed to work or your commitments. It's not really yours, is it? Like it's not, it's not yours. When you leave the house, it's like you're, you're then kind of indebted to your work and then you're, you're committed to your work. And then that's what you're dedicating your day to. And then you might get a lunch break and you sit on your phone, you know, um, trying to claim that hour back for you. Um, but really it is, if you're not doing anything with that sacred time in the morning or that magical time in the morning, then really you're not connecting to yourself at all. You are just from the very get go from when your alarm goes off, you are someone else's. That's how I see it. You're someone else's. If you just get up and you're not investing any time into yourself and you're racing off to a work, so you're someone else's at work, um, they pay you to for your time, you know, at that workplace. So really your your time there is theirs. Um, you're not really dedicating any time to yourself and you're not claiming yourself and and setting yourself up and investing time into yourself. So then you, when you go about your day and and then when you go to to your work or whatever your commitments are for that day, you just radiate this sense of light and happiness and health and, you know, abundance um, into your day. And then your whole day changes instead of you just going to work and you're just like a little mouse on the keyboard, you know, you kind of claim back your day and you, you just, I don't know, radiate this light around to everyone else. And that is all you know, you can create that from having a really, really beautiful, feel good morning routine where you walk in to work and you already feel amazing because you've dedicated so much time to yourself. Now, if you've picked up what I'm putting down from past episodes, you'll know that I like to cut all the bullshit, all the BS, on all the things that you may be hearing, all the woo-woo things that sound really good, but then when you go to implement them into your life, they don't really fit in or they're kind of like something you do once and then you never do again and you like the sound of it, but it doesn't really fit in. I like just to cut all of that. And like when I was talking about journaling and things like that, it's all just getting back to getting back to basics and actually giving you actionable steps and processes to take to put in your life and to implement in your life to stay, to to create part of your routine and part of your habits. Um, because like Jack, Jack Canfield says, if you've ever heard any of his works, your habits, your his work, your habits will determine your future. And that's what it is, doing something over and over again until it becomes a habit and then it becomes just part of your life. And that's exactly how I started to do it back when I was like, you know what, I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of not knowing who I am and all, all I am is defined by my job and I get up and I go to my job or I, you know, or I 
come home and I watch TV and I go to bed and there's just no substance behind who I was as a person. And I honestly believe that when you have a morning routine and you dedicate it to yourself, you you discover more of who you are. So then when you go out into the community and out into your job or out into your day, you own who you are and you radiate that and people want a part of that. Uh, Now, I've been doing this for quite a few years, uh, my morning routine and I get quite a number of people going to me, oh, well, what time do you get up again? Like 4.30 or something? Like, don't you? Oh, that's like ridiculous o'clock. Like, I can't believe you get up so early. And why do you do that? You know, people are very, very shocked of why I get up so early. And to me, um, I love it. I can't wait to get up in the morning. I want to get up out of bed. You know, when my alarm goes off, I'm like, I'm actually so excited. Like I'm done with sleep. Sleep. I've got enough sleep. Like I've, I'm ready. I get up into my day and I'm so excited because I know it's going to make me feel so, so good. And this is not also telling you how to do your morning as well, because everyone's morning is so different, whether you have kids, whether you have another commitment somewhere that you do have to get up before you even go to your job. Um, You might have other things that you need to deal with in your day as well. So not everyone's day looks different. Not everyone has two hours to spend on their their self before they go about their day. Um, So you can create and mold it to exactly how you want and what suits you. Um, and what's going to light you up because that is, you know, that's, that's what this is about lighting you up and, and it's very personalized and it has to make you feel good. So just remember that you might see other people doing other things out there on Instagram or Facebook and you think, oh, that sounds cool. I'll do that. But if it's not really sitting well with you, you're not going to stick to it. And this is why, creating a morning routine that's very personalized to you, that's when you're going to stick to it. It's going to feel good. Now for me, I like to get up about an hour before I know I have to start getting ready because that hour is dedicated not to getting ready. That hour is dedicated to me doing the things that I love to do. Um, But for you, it might be something different. For you, it literally might be 10 minutes or or five minutes or 20 minutes or half an hour. You've got to discover that for you, for yourself as well. And just remember, if you're already thinking, I cannot get up that earlier, that early, that is too early, then you need to go to bed earlier. And and that is another thing that if you want to do this um, and you want to actually change your mornings, you have to make adjustments to your nights as well. And again, I know that can be really difficult if you've got kids that haven't gone down to sleep. Um, maybe they go to sleep really early, really late. Um, you know, you, that, that's just something that you're going to have to um, adapt uh, for yourself as well. So if you go, if you have kids that go down really late, maybe you might only get up 20 minutes earlier or, you know, until they're a little bit older and then they're sleeping in a little bit later. So like I said, it is also personalized. But if you can get in your seven or eight hours, just work backwards. I always say work backwards on time. Now your days might look different as well on just say a Monday and a Tuesday, you might work at one job and then a Wednesday, you might work another job and all your day, all your times look different. And the number one biggest tip I have for a morning routine is work back on time, work backwards. So recently I went to Sydney with my friend and we had to be at the airport. So from Bendigo to Melbourne, we had to be at the airport uh, from memory about just before, I think it was quarter to eight in the morning. 
So what I did was like, okay, that means I have to leave the house at like six. Um, usually, you know, I, so I just worked back with time. So I was like six. All right. I still want to get a workout in before that. I also want to do some journaling before that. And oh, and I couldn't be, and it was a really, really hot day the day before it was so hot I didn't want to wash my hair because I have to I have to blow dry my hair my hair is really funny and um and I wasn't going to use the blow dryer so I was like I also need to wash my hair that morning so I got up at 4 a.m I set my alarm at 4 a.m and I got up and I got all of those things done I got my workout in um I got my my you know I had time to sit down and have my lemon water and I journaled for a little bit and I washed my hair and I packed the rest of my bag and then my mum came and picked me up at 6 a.m and I'd done all of that. And it felt freaking amazing. Yeah. Like four o'clock is pretty early, right? Like pretty early, but it just, I knew I was forecasting ahead to know that once this routine was done and I would jump in the car to go to Melbourne, to go on this trip of how fantastic I wanted to feel. And then you could also forecast ahead of how, if you don't do that, if I was to have my alarm set right up until 5.30 and have all my clothes ready and all of that, and I woke up, jumped straight in the shower, pop my clothes on, pop my makeup on, you know, quickly grab some breakfast and I walked out the door. Like to me, that's not investing my time wisely. I don't, I, I, that's not spending any time on yourself. You're not setting your day up for success. You're not walking out with your glass half full, so to speak, or, you know, in, um, filling your own cup up, I suppose to say, <laughs> filling your own cup up. So when you go out into the day, you have that, you know, that cup to share with other people, like that light, that, you know, that happiness inside of you to then share with other people. Um, because it is an exchange when you go about your day, whether however stressful your day is or not, it's still an exchange of energy and, and you need energy to exchange it with other people, whether that's with a client, whether that's with a customer, with that's a friend, a family member, whatever it is, it's all an exchange of energy. So you need energy yourself to then exchange it with other people. And if you're walking out with your, you know, a very depleted cup, then you really don't have much to give and you're not really depicting the best version of you. And like I said, I don't want this to sound all BS and very woo-woo. It's just, honestly, this is coming from my heart. I've, I've switched my microphone on and it's coming from my heart. And this is exactly how I would like to do these podcasts. I've got some, you know, some notes, but it's just coming out very freely and very organically. So I hope what I'm saying is making sense. So to actually sit and reflect and really plan out to see how your morning will look, you've got to think about how you want to feel. Like I was saying, forecasting ahead, how you want to feel and how you, you've got to visualize um, what you're actually going to do in the mornings. Because let's be honest, if you roll over and your alarm's gone off and you've gone, got the intention of going, all right, I'm just going to get up um, and you don't actually have anything to do, then of course you're going to choose bed and you're going to choose sleep because you don't have a structure in place. You're like, oh, well, I just got, what am I going to do? Get up my, my pajamas and just walk around the house because I've got nothing planned. <laughs> you, you know, do you know what I mean? You've got to have you've got to have that structure in place and you've got, and even if you write it down for the start, like get up because you, you know, you're tired, get up and it says, go drink some lemon water, you know, go have some celery juice, go stretch, you know, you've got to, you've got to visualize it. So, I mean, I'll share what my morning looks like with you so you can get some ideas, but please, um, you know, do, do create your own. This is, this is your chance. And going back to the journaling, um, podcast bef- um, in episode two is, um, maybe start writing down how you would actually like this morning to look, um, and how you want to 
feel and what you want to do with that time and space. And you might even actually want to set up a space in your home that feels really, really good. Jump onto Pinterest and type in like meditation spaces and Zen spaces in your home. And it is so, um, it's so inspiring to actually see maybe you want to set up like a little corner in one of your rooms or a lounge room or something and put some pillows around. And that is your space to go in the morning. And that gives you direction. You get up and you go to that space. So I'll tell you what my routine looks like. It does change from time to time, but I will get up. I'll go straight to, well, I'll go to the toilet and then I'll go straight to put the kettle on. And I, I, um, pop the kettle on and I get half a lemon and I squeeze it into a lemon juicer, um, like just one of those little plastic lemon juicer thingies. And then I tip it into a big glass or a drink bottle and then fill it up half with hot water and half with filtered water. And then I scull that. And that is your, that is my way of like waking up um, and rehydrating myself because sleeping is very, very dehydrating on your body. The first thing you should do, you shouldn't touch your coffee. The first thing you will, you should well, I shouldn't say should because should is a very powerful word. Um, you um, could <laughs> uh, have some water in the morning to rehydrate yourself. It's very important to rehydrate yourself. So that's the first thing I do. Then I have celery juice on an empty stomach. That is a lot of research that I've done. I know there's lots of research and this is another way we thing, celery juice, but um, I've been finding it has been really, really good for my gut lately. And that might change. I might not stick to this um, this routine and this thing, by the way. Um, you're allowed to change. You're allowed to change your mind and you're allowed to evolve and you know have different things in your life at certain times and that's fine. But at the moment for me, it's looking like lemon water and celery juice. Uh, then I like to do some stretches. If that's in my pajamas, I also have a different weekend routine, by the way, um, and this is kind of more my weekend routine that I'm telling you now. Um, and I stretch in my pajamas, and that may look like I look up Tara Styles on YouTube, and she has really short um, yoga uh, um, videos to go by. So there's like five, 10, 15 minute ones, and I like to stretch because again, your body's like very stiff from sleep. And then, um, and then. I will actually, I'm going to stick to my weekend routine here. I'm going to keep going through with this. Then I will go and make myself a coffee. Um, for me, coffee on weekends is freaking amazing. Actually, by the way, you can start off your morning routine on a weekend to really get in the flow of it. And then you can start adapting it to to your week. So you can, um, you already know what you're doing. And yeah, so then I'll go and make a coffee and I love the creaminess and the experience of a coffee. And if it's not right, I just don't enjoy it as much. So I have full cream milk to make make it really creamy. Um, I only have one of those a day though. I I don't go out having three lots of full cream milk lattes. (laughs) No, sorry. Um, But yeah, I have my one full cream latte and it is so delicious. And I sip every single, like I make the most of every single sip and I sit there in silence um, and sip on my coffee. And it is, it feels so good. I like to try to be as present as I can and not to scull it and really just really enjoy it. I think the more you enjoy your coffee, you don't really want any more because you've enjoyed it. When you scull one, you're like, oh, I could probably do with another one and another one. Um, and then after that, I will, or I would have got out my journal by then. Um, and sometimes, like I said, we're sticking to the morning, uh, the weekend routine here. I'll jump back into bed, depending if Pippa's got up or not. Um, so because I get up so early, Early. Usually I beat her um, quite a fair bit before she gets up. And then so I'll jump back into bed and then I do some journaling and um, listen to episode two on journaling if you need some tips there. And then I spend anywhere from, gosh, 10, 20 minutes on that. 
And then sometimes if I, I'm a obsessed with books at the moment. I am just loving, loving books, books that feel really good, really self, I'm really on a self-development journey at the moment. So I'm reading a lot of really good self-development and feel good and inspirational books. Um, and yeah, I read a little bit, even sometimes I'll read like a page at night before I go to bed, because it's just like, I just have to get a page in. It just feels good. You know, when you just have to do something for like a couple of seconds or a couple of minutes. And it's like, yes, at least I've done that. Um, that's what it's like for me sometimes with reading. If I can just at least get one page in, I'm good. Um, and then I'll prepare my breakfast. Um, so after that, then I've let my coffee settle. I've had my lemon water and my celery juice, and then I'll have some breakfast. Um, and then on a weekend, sometimes that'll be a smoothie bowl or I've been having oats at the moment just to break it up during the week. Cause I just obsessed with my smoothie bowls and I need to break it up. So my body's not having the same thing every single day. Um, yeah, so I'll have some oats and things like that. And then I'll go and have a shower. And I also have a routine around my shower as well. So I body dry brush um, in the morning. So I get naked and then I dry brush. So I've just got a, um, a dry brush from Chemist Warehouse, actually. It's that, um, oh, I can't remember the brand of it. It's a, it's a dry brush from chemist warehouse and yeah so the idea is it's a lymphatic drainage um technique and it's also um can help with circulation and the idea is you do long brushes long strokes towards your heart right from your feet towards your heart so every time you you brush your skin it's going towards the center of your body and lot nice long deep strokes um and then the idea is it it takes away off the dead layer of skin at the top and it's um your top layer and it helps with cellulite as well. It's supposed to help with cellulite, but that also, I should say it complements because it's not like a fix all. I honestly believe nutrition and lots of water is an exercise is behind um, managing cellulite. And yeah, so I've been doing that for years as well. And it's just become such a habit. And then I'll jump in the shower and do whatever I need to do in the shower. And then at the end, I do an empower shower. Now, if you're a client of mine or a friend of mine, or you followed me on social media, you'll know about these empower showers. Empower showers have so many benefits. And if you haven't, oh, by the way, I I made up the term empower shower. Um, a, a friend of mine, Jesse and I, um, we got onto these showers and I said to her one day, we used to check in every day when we first started doing that and was like, have you had your shower today? Have you had your shower? Because um, oh, we both just happened to be talking about it one day and I said, oh yeah, I, I do those. But then we started holding each other accountable and we'd check in on Snapchat and I said, we need a name for these showers. And I started calling them empower showers because that's what they, they, you feel so empowered um, having these showers because so at the end um, of a shower once you've done what you need to do you dry uh, you wash your hair and wash your body and shave and whatever you need to do at the end without even thinking like if you're thinking the whole time throughout your shower oh god I've got to put it on cold I've got to put it on cold you're going to suck yourself up the second you think about it right at the end just push the tap to the to cold without even thinking about it just put it straight onto cold and then wait for the water to go cold and let the water run over your body all over your body. You need to get cold. It's the, it's like the cold therapy going from hot to cold. It really fires up your metabolism, your digestion, your circulation, your lymphatic drainage. It does so many incredible things and it makes you feel really, really empowering. And I've just started doing, um, saying affirmations while I do it. I'm like, I am strong. I am courageous. I am positive. I am wealthy. I am abundant. I am, you know, I just say all these things that make me feel really good. And whatever comes up that day, they're always different. If I've got something on my mind, 
mind. If I feel really stressed or really wound up about something, I'm like, I am free. I am calm. I, you know, go about my day with flow and, you know, my day flows with, with ease. Um, you know, I just start saying all those things. And if someone was to walk past the bathroom, they'd be like, what the heck is she on about? But yeah, empower shower is how I really finish the self-care routine of a morning. And I encourage you to do that as well. If you do do that, please report back and let me know how your empower shower goes because I would love to hear about it. So that is my weekend routine. Um, I have a different one throughout the week as well. So I run a at-home uh, studio and that's, so that starts at 6.45 and then I like to be in the studio at about quarter past six to set up. So I will get up oh, roughly still about 4.30, 5 o'clock um, and then I will get up and do the same thing, Very like the lemon water, the celery juice. I do a bit of stretching, the journaling, Um I don't, I, I used to do coffee beforehand, but I was getting a bit wired from that. So I do coffee afterwards. Sometimes I'll do a natural pre-workout if I'm not having the coffee, but I'm out of that at the moment. I actually feel like I don't miss it. I felt like I was a little bit relying on it. It's very natural. It's a non-stimulant one. Um, but I'm not doing that at the moment. Um, yeah, so then I'll have a coffee afterwards. So then I go do the session with the girls and then afterwards I come back inside and then I have my smoothie and the coffee and then um, sometimes if I don't get around to the journaling before, I'll do the journaling afterwards. So that that can change. Um, same with the reading and it all depends on Pippa as well, my daughter. Um, so obviously that is not going to look the same every day depending what time she gets up and we might have to get her sorted before the session or you do know what I mean? Like mum life, (laughs) it changes all the time. But I know that when I've done at least, I've got this three point rule. I don't know where that came from. I just came up with it one day. If I can do three points of self-care in the morning, then I'm doing well. And I can add more to it later on if people's gone down for a sleep or, um, you know, I can add and do extra things throughout the day, like um, a detox um, spa, uh, bath with Epsom salts. That's usually something that I will do of a weekend or at a night. Um, but that's definitely on my self-care list. Like I chuck things in there all the time. Meditating, I have to admit, and I can't wait to look back on this episode because I'm trying to get into meditation at the moment. My meditation comes in different forms in my life at the moment, not so much the sitting down in the Zen state. Um, It's definitely coming in different forms for me and that is journaling. Um, It's also exercising. Um, I know that it can mean things for different people, but I'm really getting into meditation at the moment. So I can't wait to look back on this and be like, why aren't you talking about meditation more in your morning routine? Um, And I know that that's going to have a profound impact on my life as well. So I'm really getting into that. And I can't wait to share that with you actually, as I grow and evolve with meditation, because it's something that I've got a really overactive mind and I've always struggled with meditation. I've wanted to love it, um, but I just, I do like little bouts of it and I really enjoy guided meditations. I think that's a great way to start. And I'm really enjoying guided meditations at the moment and visualization um, really, really, really big on visualizations. Um, so that's just sitting there and literally visualizing how you want to feel, um, how your day want, you want your day to look and things like that. So maybe you, you might incorporate that into your morning and let me know, encourage me to keep going with that. So we're always forever growing and evolving and learning and adapting and changing. And that is okay. We're all doing this journey together. Um, I am no perfect person here telling you what to do. Like I said, we are growing 
together on this journey. So I've got some ideas of what you may do in your morning routine, um, but make a list, make a list and play around with it. The biggest thing is getting your butt out of bed and then starting to do a couple of bits and pieces and see what feels good. Maybe it is working out. Maybe it is doing a HM session with us or on the online studio. Um, Maybe that's what makes you feel really good and freaking hell that that makes me feel really good. I'm not just saying that, by the way, it's not like a marketing thing. I honestly feel so good. Um, the workouts are designed to actually connect your mind and body and feel really, really empowered and great. So um, maybe that's part of, definitely put that in part of your, your morning routine. But yeah, some ideas might be, you know, your lemon water, your celery juice, you might do your yoga stretch with your YouTube video. Um, you might sit down and do some journaling. You might read maybe two pages of your book. You might meditate for two, three, four, five minutes. You might take the time in the morning to, in peace, in the kitchen, prepare a really nice breakfast. Maybe that's what it is for you. Maybe you will sit down and make yourself a coffee and instead of having it at work, sipping it, you know, while you're watching your computer or, you know, starting your work or firing up your emails, um, enjoy every sip of your coffee. Sit in, in silence and enjoy enjoy it. Or maybe it's a herbal tea. Maybe you'll get up and go outside and watch the sunrise. Again, that doesn't have to be like, oh, that's not very realistic. It can happen. We have access to the sunrise like every single morning. It is outside of our windows. Um, usually we have our blinds closed and we don't we don't even watch it. But I actually sleep with the window and blind open at the moment. I sleep under the moonlight. Um, and then in turn, I wake up naturally from the light. Um, so yeah, maybe you like to do that as well. Maybe you'll get up and take the dog for a walk and listen to a podcast in your headphones while you um, get out in nature. Nature is amazing for stress release, for um, reducing rates of depression, um, the release of negative ions. Um, Look that up, Google that. It is very, very beneficial for your health and your mental health um, getting out in nature. So maybe it's that. Maybe it's exercise like we uh, mentioned before, the empower shower like I've gone over as well. Um, Maybe read over your favorite affirmations. Sometimes I write affirmations on my mirror. And then I'll say those out loud. Maybe that means part of your routine, or maybe you'll have your goals that you want for that day, week, month, year written out on a piece of paper and have that beside your bed. Maybe you'll wake up and you read those goals. And that's a reminder of um, what you're going to do that day or, you know, you know, how are you going to, um, one thing that you might do in that day, visualize how you'd want your day to pan out. One thing that you might do in that, in your day to work towards those goals. One thing, one tiny little thing. You might just have your goals sitting there. And I know I've done that as well. Visualize. I like to stare at my vision board. I've got my vision board beside my bed at the moment. And I look at it a lot. It's a little touch point as I walk around, like even just to go into my bedroom at the da- in the day and, you know, put, put something on my bed, I see it. And, you know, it's something there. It's that little touch point, that little reminder when I look at it. And I love to look at it in the mornings because you're very, very clear, very creative. You're very open in the morning, um, very receptive. So it's a really great time in the morning to stare at your vision board. And if you haven't made a vision board, make a vision board. Honestly, they're amazing. If you're a visual person, I'm very much a visual person. I love vision boards. Um, So a couple of notes with your morning routine. Go to bed earlier. If you're going to get up half an hour earlier, go to bed half an hour earlier. If you're going to get up 20 minutes earlier, go to bed 20 minutes earlier. Uh, Just do the math. And like I said before, work your time backwards. If you've got an early morning meeting, work your time backwards. 
Just work it back. Go, all right, well, I've got to be in the shower by this time. That means I have to have done this by this time. It means I've got to get up. And if I want to really do those things that are going to make me feel good, then I have to get up at this time. Just work yourself backwards. And then on the flip side of that, forecast ahead to the feeling that you're going to get afterwards. When your alarm goes off in the morning, instead of pressing snooze and going, oh, well, that's not important. It's only my self-care stuff. I can just, I'm really tired. I'm just going to press snooze. Forecast ahead and go, no, if I wake up later on, I'm not going to feel great. I'm going to be in cortisol mode where you're running around with cortisol running through your body because you are running late and you don't want that. Forecast ahead to that feeling. And another little note, and this is something I need to work on. They say you teach what you most need to learn, and I absolutely need to work on this. And that is no phones until after you've done your self-care routine. I am terrible with this. I put my phone on airplane mode at night all the time. Um, My clients know that because sometimes they will cancel a session on me overnight um, and they'll send me a text at ridiculous o'clock, but I have my phone on airplane mode for two reasons. Um, Radiation, I don't like my phone being right in my head. Um, and then also, um, so I don't get disrupted with emails and texts and things like that, even if it's on silent. So it always goes on airplane mode, but, um, what I would like to do is get up and not have it on airplane. I still have it on airplane mode, sorry. And then do everything that I need to do and then flick it off. But that doesn't always work for me. I roll over and neck minute, next minute, neck minute. Does anyone still say that? (laughs) I say that all the time. years from that that meme or something, isn't it? Next minute. Um, And next minute you are on your phone um, scrolling Instagram, scrolling Facebook, and then you like – it automatically flicks your mode into you're giving yourself to someone else. Like I said before about when going to work and you give yourself to someone else, it's the same as when you flick on your phone. You're giving yourself and your energy to someone else. You're giving it to all the people on Instagram, all the people on Facebook, all the, you know, the emails. If you flick open your emails and start writing back to emails, like you, you're getting into that cortisol mode and also giving your energy to someone else when you could be investing it into yourself. So then you can reply back to that email with a lot more ease Um, a lot more flow and a lot more positivity later on. Um, So try that one. I I continue. We'll be continuing to try that one. Um, And the biggest thing is, actually, I was talking to a friend a little while ago and I was holding her accountable to her morning routine because she's very much, she owns her own business and she gets up and she goes into, oh, but I've got so much work to do. I'm just going to get these emails done. I'm going to sit up. She gets up really early. So that's not her problem. She gets up really super early, like four o'clock. I think she even might get up before me. And she gets up and she goes, her mentality was, okay, no, I'm just going to get this work done. I'm just going to get back to this email. I'm just going to reply to this person. I'm just going to send this message and then I'll do my journaling and then I'll do my meditation and then I'll do my yoga. And I keep saying to her, you've got to just, just try to push that to the side. Just don't do your work yet. You know, try, really try to wake up and keep your phone away and do the things that make you feel really good. Whether it is sipping that coffee without having the distraction of your emails or the journaling or whatever it may look like for you, the exercise without having your phone there. Um, and then get into your work because you're a better person. You, you, you got more energy, you got more positivity. You, you radiate that light into everything, um, into those emails. The way you use your words. It's, it's incredible. So that's another thing as well is the whole, but I have so much work to do and I'll just do that first and then I'll get back to the self-care. Let's try to do the self-care first. Invest your time into that and then everything else will run smoothly. Run smoothly. That is the goal. So I hope that has helped you 
um, get in touch with your morning routine a little bit more. Now, some actionable steps um, that you might take moving forward from this is just get out your pen and paper and start having a, a play around with things that you might like to do, the things that are going to make you feel good. Maybe it's the things you've always wanted to do, but you haven't got around to doing. Have some have some actionable steps, have some things in place. So when you do get up and you're tired and you're still in your pajamas and you're walking around the house going, what? Haley told me to get up early, but I actually don't know what I'm doing. Um, have things to do. Have it, have a plan in place. Um, and if that doesn't feel right, then the next morning, try something different and just have a feel for it. And like I said, you can try it out on a weekend to get up early before everyone else gets up. Um, and yeah, depending on what your morning looks like with kids and your partner and, and, and things like that, play around with it because, um, yeah, it's all personalized. It's all going to make you feel fan freaking tastic. It's so all about you. You've got to feel great. So I'm going to wind it up, wind it up there. And I hope this has served you in some way. I hope this has sparked um, some thought around your morning routine and routine and why you need it, why you actually need it. Look at it as like a doctor's appointment. It, you need this. You need this for your own health, your own stress levels. Um, I know when you don't have as much cortisol in your body, ladies, um, you won't hold on to a lot. And if you haven't listened to episode three, the one before this, um, let it go. Choose to let it go at a morning routine can do that. Um, You won't hold on to everything throughout the day, that stress, that anxiety, that weight, that emotionally eating, uh, all of the above. You know, you can can create so much amazingness and abundance with your morning routine. And if this has served you in some way, I would freaking love to hear from you. Honestly, this is very much in its um, infancy stages, this podcast. So I'd love to hear some feedback. Jump over onto my Instagram account, Haley underscore Morecambe. And if you're listening to it on an app, take a screenshot and tag me because, um, you know, I need this. I need for you to, to, to share this and, and I would absolutely love for you to share it so more ears get, um, more, this podcast gets into more ears um, and helps more people. That's what this is all about. So I'd love to hear your feedback. Maybe you'd like to me, for me to cover a topic. Um, certainly reach out. I'd love um, to hear that as well. So jump over and tell touch, uh, reach out and touch base with me. And I'd love to hear from you. I hope you have a beautiful day if you're listening to this in the morning or a beautiful restful sleep if you are listening to this at night and set your alarm for tomorrow morning for day one of your morning routine. (laughs) Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.